was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the best. It was the best. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the best. You stupid monkey. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Welcome to the worst of times. This is Jeffrey Gaucher. My guest today is Kate LaRose, my cousin. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm glad you. Glad you were able to do it on your short trip down here from the big city, New York. Yeah, as soon as I saw that you were doing this, I was like, can I please do the Cape Fear episode? <laughs> yeah, which I'm glad you chose it because it is my all-time favorite episode. And uh, that's one thing with like being the host of the podcast is that like there's not going to be anybody asking me like what my favorite episode is to talk about. So this is kind of like a little cheat. So did we know that? Did we discuss when we were kids that this was one of our favorite episodes? I don't know. I know we've talked about... When we grew up, we were, I remember like the whole scene of Sideshow Bob and Bart like on the boat. It's so perfect. I, yeah, it's amazing. I remember talking about that, but I, I don't know if we like yeah. talked Maybe about. Yeah, we just it. both mutually appreciated it. Yeah, I mean, we both obviously experienced it at the same time. So, right, right. or at least, yeah, it would have to be because. I mean, it's not like you could go stream stuff, right? You know? So we must have watched it. Yeah, and discussed it. Yeah. Again. But uh, yeah, so you uh, you're in New York. You're doing uh, you know, big time Hollywood stuff. I'm pretty big time. <laughs> yeah. So um, what 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 exactly do you do on set? I am a camera operator. Camera operator. Yeah. I know you've changed roles over the last several years, and so I can never yeah. keep track. <laughs> well, I was an assistant for a long time. Okay. But now I'm operating. Nice. Very cool. Are you working on anything? fun that you can talk about yeah i'm actually working on the new wu-tang clan show oh wow yeah that's very cool yeah it's pretty fun well uh <clears throat> i don't i didn't know that there was going to be one but that it's like is... their origin story oh that's very cool yeah it'll be on hulu probably next year nice yeah. that'd be really fun yeah. i will watch that and i will note how great the shots look <laughs> well I, I hope it's good yeah um so yeah i, yeah, I mean we both I've always been deep into The Simpsons. So you you started watching pretty much from the beginning, huh? I just remember one day my dad coming home and saying, what are you doing? The Simpsons are on right now. Why aren't you watching it? And I was like, why aren't I watching it? And then that was it. I was like, I guess this is what I'm supposed to watch. But then, I mean, then yeah. I loved it. But that's the first time I remember thinking, I should be watching The Simpsons right now. <laughs> I don't remember. I've tried to... Over the course of recording this podcast, I've tried to think of my earliest memory of The Simpsons, and I can't really. I mean, obviously, I know the first episode, stuff like that, but I don't even know if I watched the well, first few episodes. Eighty nine, like yeah. Yeah, so you were little. Yeah, I was five, yeah. so like, right. I probably didn't start watching till you know watching regularly until like probably about maybe season four, which might be why. This season had Fred just fell off of a box over there. Uh, this might be because I I was talking to somebody about how season four is my favorite season because yeah, I feel like great. the majority of my favorite episodes are in this season. But it might also be that maybe that was the first season I watched like through, you know, in real time from beginning to end on TV. So maybe right. it has this like subconscious nostalgia for me. Yeah, because I mean, I guess, you know, we all hung out. And then I'm sure we were. Yeah, talking you and Alicia were basically like my like two sisters, right. On top of the one that I actually have, <laughs> right. So clearly we were talking to Amay about it, and then you would have been there, so mm -hmm. it would have been natural that we'd all watch it to be able to talk about. Yeah, it. I think I remember 
Because, like, I mean, yeah, you've always, you're like me, uh, the Simpsons quotes just pop up into regular conversation. And I remember there were definitely times where you were making uh, Simpsons references, but just like in conversation, like, man, I can't think of any specific ones. I remember Aaron, our our mutual cousin, Aaron, uh, uh, we went through the whole, uh, the Al quit it, uh, from when Bart got the tattoo. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Just over and over, never stopping. Um, yeah, but I just always feel like that's, um, and that's why like when I, was thinking about doing the podcast. You were actually one of the first people that popped in my mind to do it because I was like, you, like, you and Jacob also, who was in the first episode, um, are just people that I just link the Simpsons to, like, you as a person as yeah. well. Yeah, I mean, at least once a day. Well, all right, maybe once a week. I'll say we're merely exchanging protein strands. <laughs> you know, way, I'd like to know how. Just out loud. Yeah, like it just comes out. <coughs> There's so many. I'm, See, now on the spot, I can't think of anything that I say regularly, but there's so much. See, going back and rewatching a lot of these older episodes, uh, through the course of doing this show, it's, uh, I forget like how many quotes, like things that I say that I just thought were like just things, you know, that right. people said, but they're from, they're from Simpsons, Simpsons episodes. I had no idea how many quotes that are just like I say or other people say on a regular basis and they're directly from the Simpsons. Like that's where it came from. I notice it when I just say it and then people are like, nice Simpsons. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. I meant. Yeah. <laughs> I mean there's the obvious ones like, you know, uh everything's coming on Millhouse. That's very right. obviously a Simpsons reference, but right. like, I don't know, even even just meh is like, I mean I'm sure it existed prior to the Simpsons, but like that's what popularized that. And now that's like all over the internet. Like everybody right. like meh is just that's such a, a really yeah, it's like, it's become such that, a yeah. normal thing, but it has to have right. come from the Simpsons. Totally. Um, so, uh, as, as you mentioned, uh, Cape fear is the episode that you chose, uh, which I mean, it's just, it's an incredibly perfect episode. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, obviously, I love Sideshow Bob episodes. They're always great. I mean, also as a huge Frasier fan. Uh, yeah, love I actually, Kelsey when Grammer. I was watching it last night, I was like, oh, right. Like, Jeff loves Frasier. Mm-hmm. Of course, like, this yeah. is perfect. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's like the melding of my two worlds. Right. Um, and it's just really good. I mean, there's... You know, uh, it's it feels very classic. I mean, it is classic because it's season four and it's such a good one. But it feels... It definitely is classic Simpsons, just the way that, you know, there's a lot of heart to this episode. It's not just joke, 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 uh, or references or things like that. You know, Bart has an actual fear, and Homer exploits that at one point, (laughs) (laughs) accidentally, but... uh, Bart, do you want some brownies? Yes, yes, that's... uh, (laughs) That that whole scene... Oh, wait, you know what other quotes from this that we say all the time? I bet Mm. you do. Um, It's cold in there. Wolves Wolves after after, yes. I say that all the time. (laughs) Yeah, and May and I say that like pretty often. Yeah, yeah. That's that is man. Actually, that might be one of the ones that you started saying when I was very little. That like, oh yeah, made me. I'm sure I think, wrote it like, on cards. And oh like, yeah, postcards I sent to you and all kinds of stuff. Oh I man, why those little things like tickle me? But like you were saying in the first episode of your show about mm-hmm. how. Uh, Thanks for listening, by the way. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> um. Yeah, just like that there's these iconic moments that just really kind of shaped who we were. Mm-hmm. And you just don't realize, yeah, that it all comes from these Yeah, things. 
I mean, that was one reason why I wanted to do this podcast also because I'm not qualified to discuss anything else other than this. <laughs> but it's because, yeah, the Simpsons have like very much shaped large portions of my life. Yeah. I mean, the way, you know, the things that I find funny, mm-hmm. uh, like repetitive humor, like things that just like keep going on and on, like the Alquitted thing, like right. that is so funny to me. It could have gone on another two minutes and I like the idea of something being very funny and then it stops being funny and then it's funny again. Yeah. Just, I love that so much. Like in this, when he's running back and forth and there's the alligators and there's electric mm-hmm. eels and yeah. then he goes back and then he goes, Oh yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. that is just perfect. It's such a good. It's like, he's terrified. He's running. He's, but then it's like a moment of just like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. The, yeah, those little visual jokes. Um, and like, I, I like Bart centric episodes, uh, in the early times because th- like, um, yeah, because I mean, they actually show Bart's emotion and it's not just, you know, him like, you know, being a bad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which we get that. Yeah, sure. He's, you know, he's 10 years old. He's going to be a bad kid, but, uh, I don't know when he was like that. Just the fear in this, uh, with any on the end, uh, is I don't know. I I really like that uh, vulnerability of Bart in yeah. this episode, and I mean, obviously, Sideshow Bob is just so very good. Uh, it's <clears throat> like the whole uh, uh, the the. Uh, die Bart die like that G-Bart scene D. yes and when he convinces them it's the Bart the. and everyone's yeah. like well naturally yeah. yeah no one who speaks German could possibly be bad like right. that <laughs> right oh uh, I yeah. that that reveal of that like it's just so funny yeah um and like such a bot wait was it this I can't remember if it was this episode or not um where he's like writing letters in blood in and he jail. Passes out. Yeah, he's like, you could just use a pen. I think that's what Snake says. Yeah, use a pen, Bob. So you get the impression that he's like doing everything in blood. Right. Yeah. Know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The I'm going to kill you. Uh, uh, one. Um, let's see what else? Oh, there's some other good. This also feels like this is one of the few episodes, like not really with much of a B plot. Like it's very much focused on the whole sideshow Bob part thing. There isn't like two other little things going on. And it's, I think in part because it's doing the whole like Cape fear. Right. Right. That's true. Yeah. Homage parody. Right. Which I want to say in high school, I remember talking about this episode in one of my classes Mm -hmm. and about how perfect it was. And I couldn't, I didn't know that, it was a title Cape Fear and I couldn't remember the name of the movie it was copying and uh-huh. I was like saying how perfect it was because it so perfectly copied Cape Fear and this girl turned around and was like I don't think it's copying anything it's just how they wrote it <laughs> and I just want to say Andrea Adams if you're listening it was Cape Fear <laughs> <laughs> oh man that vindication right yeah, there exactly. it's um I'm trying to see I'm looking at my book here to see if there's uh any other really good um any other good ones? Oh, the uh, Sideshow Bob's uh, knuckle tattoos. Yeah. The love and hate with the line over the A for the long A because he only has three knuckles right. is just such a funny, <laughs> the idea of having love-hate tattoos when you only have four fingers is right. just hilarious. I love the way they found the way uh, to make hate fit on his hand. Right. Uh, that's one of those, uh, that's, it, it, it's, 
I keep saying it in almost every single episode, but uh, the visual jokes in the early episodes are just so good. I mean, that is such a, you see those knuckle tattoos for like half a second. Right. And like, I can picture exactly what they look like right. in my head right now. It's just so like imprinted on my brain. And it's so funny to me, um, especially because that's like kind of a, a like Twitter meme is like knuckle tats. And then it's like, you know, set of four letter words together. Uh, but I just like that it can only be three here. Right. And they make it work. Right. Yeah. I also love the rake scene. Oh my gosh. Which is another thing that it goes on way longer mm-hmm. than you anticipate. Mm-hmm. And it's unfunny and then it's funny yeah. again. But I also love that at the core of Sideshow Bob, he's still a circus performer. Right. Yeah. And it can't, he can't get away from it. That's actually, I hadn't really really thought about it or interpreted it that way but yeah he's still a clown and yeah. so he'll do clown things even unintentional even and though he, he's yeah, a he thinks criminal of mastermind is so smart right and then he still can't escape mm-hmm. a couple of rakes yeah <laughs> especially uh especially with um cecil right cecil's his brother yeah yeah, yeah yeah with uh uh why can't uh, david Hyde pierce as his brother, which the, that is very funny. Just making mm-hmm. him like, it's such a night. Nice, yeah. That's, that's so perfect, good. I, I think we probably called each other on the phone mm-hmm. when the first appearance of Cecil happened and it was Niles. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, Oh my God, it's so perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, Oh man, just knowing that, like those yeah. little tiny things. And that that's the thing too, is like, that was getting a celebrity guest star, but, not having them just be themselves, which is a thing that I've noticed in the newer episodes. And uh, it's just, I, I love when they just get somebody famous to just play a one-off character that right. never like, and which they ended up doing in the new episode, which we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, but there's just, I don't know. There's just uh, the jokes per minute in this episode. It's just, yeah. uh, I mean, sideshow Bob on the, on the boat with Bart and Bart like stalling by getting him to sing, uh, the HMS, uh, pinafore. pinafore yeah. yeah. Right. Playing into his vanity mm-hmm. of his voice. And he's got costume changes right. and, and stuff. And it starts and... out where they have like a mop and a shower curtain. And then yeah. in the end they have actual set pieces uh-huh. up and he's got like a full costume. Just and the, the evolution of that joke through. And yeah. it's just, it's so funny. And Bart in his little PJs and mm-hmm. he's like sitting on the chair, his little yeah. toes are wiggling. Like those <laughs> things about Bart, you know, you're like, oh, he's a little boy. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he has, because um, even though, I don't know, when he wears his regular clothes, yeah, but that's when he's doing all this stuff, but on the boat, he's just... He's in his little green Yeah, PJs. he's just very vulnerable and yeah. trapped with a murderer, well, right. uh, attempted murderer, right. anyway. I don't I don't think he ever actually has killed anything at all. No, I don't think so. Except his career. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, another good is uh, when he's under the car, and it's like, who wants to drive through the cactus patch? And then three voices... Yeah. Me, me, no, and like, oh, you've been overruled. Like, who yeah. is Homer? And they don't e- it <laughs> does it not Maggie? even question. Yeah. Right. <laughs> also, I just love like the idea of being excited to drive through a cactus right. patch. Right. Like, oh my god. Yeah. Like the way Sideshow Bob constantly, not just in this episode, but every episode, gets physically hurt like that, mm-hmm. just over and over. And it's never really because like anyone is trying to hurt Bob. Right. It's just that he keeps getting he makes bad decisions right, and just right. falls into it. Once again proving that he's not as intelligent. Yes, exactly. And it's it's which is kind of funny because it kind of ties into 
uh, Kelsey Grammer as Frasier as well, because Frasier uh, thinks he's extremely intelligent, uh, but is a very shitty psychologist. <laughs> he's <laughs> right. very bad at it. Right. Or psychiatrist. Uh, he, yeah. he does not take his own advice. He thinks he knows what he's doing, and it's always bad, uh, which is kind of what Sideshow Bob is doing. So in a way, Kelsey Grammer is playing... Uh, the he's like a a murderous version of Frasier, I think. In this, will you have me back when you do your Frasier podcast? Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> I know that's coming. <laughs> Eventually, yes. Yeah. Uh, my, uh, my, I can be on the Frasier crossover where Frasier we talk stuff. about yeah. the yeah. <laughs> toss salad and scrambled eggs will be the name of it. Perfect. Um, yeah, it'll be good. Oh wait, um, and then we haven't discussed also um, when I tap my foot. And touch your arm and say, hello, Mr. Thompson. Oh, gosh. You say, hello. Got it. <laughs> I think he's talking to you. <laughs> that whole scene. That's another one like that just, that scene goes on yeah. very long. Yeah. And, just and getting, it's still perfect. And it's so good because then it starts giving you that sense of frustration that the FBI agents have of like, with Homer. Like, just say yeah. Thompson. Like literally all you need to do is say hello. That's yeah. it. Oh god. Yeah, the whole like talking out of the side of his mouth, I think they're talking to I you know. is just so funny so to me. Good. Homer has a lot of those moments throughout the series of like where he like I love Homer's like loud whisper, his like where it's like out of the back of his throat or something like right. that. It's just always so funny to me. Right. I can't think of any other uh examples off the top of my head right now, but that yeah. is I, I don't know. Those are like classic Simpsons um, character things. They they like, I think around, and maybe that's why season four feels like such a great season to me because I don't know. I kind of feel like this is where they've really kind of finally nailed down the characters and like the, the actors have gotten their characters down like right. even more, you know, they've had three seasons of, because uh, season one was, you know, they're figuring it out still. Season two's still kind of figuring it out. Three, four, it's like they're hitting their stride with like knowing yeah. how to write for these oh. characters. Who did write this one? Anybody? Let's see. I'm not sure. John Vitti. He wrote for a long time. But yeah. And then that also lends itself to a double Simpsons opening slash couch gag. Oh, right. The, the Thompsons. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> And like, yeah, I, they off every once in a while, they'll do that. Um, there was like, uh, in the, uh, man, I can't remember which episode it is. Um, we talked about it. Uh, I talk about it with Will Munson in the third episode of this podcast, which is yet to air. Uh, but, uh, there's a scene, I think it was, oh, it was in, I think it was in the new episode we watched where they do the same title thing, but it's three weeks later. And uh. just as like a, instead of just putting three weeks later on the bottom of the screen, they do the whole like theme music and the clouds and everything, uh, which is like a funny little like, okay, we're basically starting the show over right yeah. now, three weeks later. Um, I don't remember the couch gag on this one. I don't What's remember it? the opening couch gag. Yeah. Let's see. Where? Na, 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 na. I don't see. I'm going to cut out all this dead air. Um, yeah, I don't have it in my book. Interesting. Very strange. They usually mention it. They have the chalkboard. Maybe it wasn't a big one because yeah, the time. That's true. Yeah, because they'll use a shorter couch gag. 
if it's a longer episode. Which in the new one that we watched together. Extremely long couch gag. Very elaborate. Because they cannot write enough jokes anymore, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but also, it was kind of the best part of the episode. Absolutely. It really was. Like, the, the animation of it was very good. Uh, I think I actually enjoyed that yeah i enjoyed it yeah. more than the show and it was probably a third of the show yeah well it was just more it was original mm-hmm. as opposed to what we saw in the yeah episodes. yeah absolutely um, i'm trying to think if there's any more cape fear stuff this is like such a good episode and i feel like i'm like at a loss for talking about it i know um, i know i mean there's the uh oh the uh the pandas at uh at moe's yes that's <laughs> Well, because uh, wait, what? I'm trying to think Lisa, of what he says when he goes. Lisa accuses him of writing the notes, so she calls and she goes, "We know what you're doing, mm. and you better stop it." Yeah, and then he runs in the store and like, un- unleashes the pandas. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, it's so funny how often Mo illegally has animals. Like there's uh, yeah. in the one with uh, uh, Mulder and Scully on it. Uh, yeah. He has the whale that he has to get rid of. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he just always Mo. I I know he's always got schemes, but right. like endangered animal schemes, it seems to be his forte, which is very funny to me. There's one joke I didn't get, and I um, I think they reference it in here when uh, Lisa says, "Who is it that you've been prank calling that doesn't deserve it?" or something like that, and he says, "Linda Lavin," and she's like. No, no, someone else or something like that. Hmm. I actually had to look up Linda Lavin. She's she's an actress, and I don't know what their beef was with her. That's so weird. Yeah. I think when I saw it, I always just kind of imagined. I didn't know it was an actual person. I just thought it was a joke of like, there's just another person that right. he calls. So this right. is just a very you know, like generic ish name that like just she's, another she citizen. She was like in Nancy Drew or something like that. She's an older actress. So wow. what beef would this? I wonder have with her? unless she like was in something where like she got crank called. Maybe, I don't know. Like, maybe, yeah, yeah, that's, I would like to such know a more. weird, yeah, it was a, I want to know more about this. It was I, the only joke in the episode that I was like, I don't, I really don't get that. And as a kid, I wouldn't have cared. But right. I was like, well, it, it means something. Yeah, like they, they don't generate, especially back, uh, back in this time period of The Simpsons. They were very deliberate in their choices, their pop, pop culture references yeah. and stuff like that. It wasn't just like, haha, There's, uh, you know, we just said, you know, Kelly Clarkson because it's funny to say right. or whatever. Like, right. Exactly. I'm looking up Linda Lavin prank call. Let's see. Ah, meaning of Simpsons Linda Ooh. Lavin joke on Yahoo Answers. Here nice. we go. Uh, da, da, da. <clears throat> the joke is simply the randomness and obscurity of the person named, uh, coupled with the idea that she would be deserving of prank calls, even though in reality, no one in the general audience would have any reason to think that she would be. So I guess that uh, she's just like a nice person that nobody <laughs> would be mean to i guess yeah i guess they were going for somebody who yeah why would anybody care why would anybody have a beef with her right yeah i guess it just seems like an obscure reference particularly when your audience is younger and right yeah because i mean i i don't know what the median age of simpsons viewers were back then but i mean i know there was definitely like yeah our ages and then you know some parents in there but i mean i don't even know if my parents would necessarily have caught a Linda Lavin reference. Yeah. You know, it's just so obscure. Uh, 
But you know, yeah, yeah. well, good. Glad but you it's know what it it's is stuck now. out in your mind though. So now yeah. it's uh, it, it it's like a, a don't have a word for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a permanent fixture of your brain now. Right. Um, let's see the uh, the uh, oh we mentioned the uh, Bart you want some brownies uh, that whole thing and then like you want to see my new hockey mask and chainsaw that's very funny. Uh, but I also just love that like he has the clown bed like right. it's like he is being chased there they had to assume new identities because a clown is trying to kill them and like here you go have a clown bed which is just which is another joke we used to say all the time can't, can't sleep, sleep clown's, clown's gonna, gonna eat me. me yes yeah we used to say that all the time yeah. over at granny's house yes. when we were just i don't know in Why? what context we would use it <laughs> i think we would just reference it the just simpsons to reference and, the simpsons yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we liked having an inside joke our other cousins weren't a part of. I think so. Yeah, that was probably it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean... For no reason. Let me reference all our cousins are wonderful, yeah. really funny, But there's 12 of people. us. Yeah, there's 12 of us. us. So, you know, you you got to have your 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 inside yeah. jokes. Yeah. yeah. And our moms are twins. So right. we, we spent more time together yeah. than they... With that, yeah, we had a, a... I guess we had that twin bond uh, via our moms. Exactly. <laughs> Um, oh wait and then okay so from the beginning of the episode a good one was with my boy Milhouse mm. when he comes back to Bart and says um, I've checked with the girls and they was it uh, they plan to call you fatty fatty fat fat <laughs> and Nelson's gonna pants you at lunch, lunch but nobody wants to kill you <laughs> and then right then Nelson pants them and the girls start going fatty fatty, fatty fat fat, fat. <laughs> it's so good also I love that somehow Milhouse was able to do that reconnaissance. Like, yeah. like he's so uh, incapable of doing really anything. Right. And it, somehow he was, because he, he's not popular or cool. So I don't know how he got to ask around and find out yeah. how somebody was going to make fun of Bart. But I just love that quick report of that. And right. then immediately after it happens. Right. Like, <laughs> Which, and so then we watched this newer episode mm-hmm. and Milhouse just showed up. Yeah. And like, didn't have any of the same sort of no. connection or delivery where you're just which like, is what? which is a thing here? um which actually yeah if you want to move on to the new episode unless you have more cape fear to discuss yeah we can maybe circle back to cape okay. fear, but we can discuss the new one too. so uh the new episode we watched is called uh oh my god it's such a convoluted name let me look at it it again. was about milk yeah it's teenage mutant milk caused hurdles which obviously is a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, riff, but Milk Caused Hurdles is just, my goodness, uh, quite a tongue twister. Season 27, episode 11. So this is a very recent episode. Um, yeah, the... Uh, uh, oh my God, I'm blanking. The uh, the Man, this is really weird. I can't think of what I was going to say. Here we go. We're well, gonna... well, so first of all, I haven't seen this episode you hadn't either. Nope, I've never I, seen I it. I haven't watched The Simpsons probably regularly in 15 years. That's how long ago I moved to New York. So I haven't, wow. I haven't kept up with it in that time. I watch every so often, but uh, there was a brief moment where I was keeping like around, I guess like season 24, 25. I was like kind of keeping up a little bit. And I watch the Treehouse episodes every sure. year because those are always good. Um, some yeah. better than others, but they're still pretty good. This was disappointing it is absolutely disappointing i think there was like maybe when we were watching it together like maybe like four times where we like just like 
laugh through our noses right and like no out loud laugh right. like slight appreciation for the quote unquote joke of of that scene but nothing really solid no out loud laughs like no. it just and it all felt recycled like first of mm-hmm. all we discussed they had already done a milk thing with milk yeah with vitamin, vitamin r. r right yeah and so there, this whole episode where you know, Homer goes to buy organic milk, but it's $16 a carton. So he buys Buzz milk, uh, obviously, uh, and milk is in quotes and Buzz Cola obviously makes it. Um, the commercial for Buzz milk was kind of funny where, um, yeah. it had that kind of like, uh, cause the Simpsons are like good a at Troy doing McClure it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It probably would have been Troy yeah. McClure if, uh, Phil Hartman was still alive. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, yeah, outside of that, like, yeah. So he gets the, the cheap milk. And that causes uh, um, the kids to have uh, serious hormone reactions. Lisa gets pimples. Yeah. Bart's got a mustache. Maggie's got thick eyebrows and superhuman strength. Which, again, okay, her nemesis is the unibrow baby. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you couldn't come up with something else? Right. Yeah. As soon as they cut to that scene with her with the thick eyebrows... I immediately pictured yeah. the uh, her baby and nemesis. Then if that's the case, there should have been a callback to Unibrow Baby. Right. Like he could have been like, I don't know, even He's like in the window or the something. Window yeah, exactly. Yeah. Real quick. But yeah. It's like they don't even know how to reference their own show right. anymore. And then we discussed also so Lisa's vegetarian, not mm-hmm. vegan. Right. So she drinks the milk. But then later she asks if the makeup Marge puts on her is cruelty free. Right. So that was a little. But she's okay with milk. Yeah. Cause like, I mean, I guess that's why Marge wanted the organic milk. Cause I, th- cause I noticed very briefly on the label of the milk, it said something on the organic milk. It said like something like carefully plucked from the udders of a cow or something like that. So I right. guess they're trying to show that Lisa was okay with the organic milk because they, treat the cows well i guess or I something guess, like that but then she pours herself a, you know yeah of the buzz milk buzz milk and yeah questions it. no not at all um yeah i don't know if i've seen i mean i guess maybe they've established in the past that she drinks milk i haven't really i guess yeah i don't know i yeah. definitely can remember times of bart drinking milk sure but i can't think of lisa doing so maybe i don't know i guess it maybe just so. felt like a reach for a storyline right that i don't know it it didn't follow anything, and then it just ended. Yeah, there was just an absolute end to it. It was like the credits rolled, and it was like, and what? Right. Like So Lisa and Bart stopped drinking the milk, mm-hmm. and they turned back to their regular selves, but Maggie's still drinking the milk because she still has a unibrow, and she has extra strength, and Homer just says, guess somebody's still drinking the milk. Yeah. That's not, not even a joke. No, it's not a it joke. Was like... Well, the milk's going to... You only bought one. Right, yeah. And you poured it out. <laughs> right. Where did it... Did you buy more? Right. Did Maggie... I guess because she has superhuman strength now, did she walk to the store and buy right. more? Like, right. That's... Yeah, because when it... The final scene... I mean, so there's the overarching storyline of uh, Bart it has a crush on the substitute teacher uh, who is uh, uh, Sophia Ver- Viraga. Ver- Ver- Viraga? Is that how you say her last name? Uh, something like that. I had I've written Vigera before, but I believe I it's right. Vir- Viraga. Okay. Anyway, uh, Viraga. We'll <laughs> fix it in post. Uh, she's like in the military and like super attractive. Uh, they say that I'm not attracted to cartoons. And um, Bart falls in love with her, and then he grows the mustache. And Skinner is trying to woo her as well. Uh, and which makes more sense since uh, he is more age appropriate. Um, 
that Bart's got his schoolboy crush, but uh, Skinner is actually kind of he feels threatened by right. uh, by Bart's uh, love for her, which right. I'm going to tie it back to Frasier again because uh, I just watched the episode yesterday. Uh, of uh, it's like right it's right before Niles like is about to like express his love to Daphne, uh, but he still has a secret crush on her. And uh, Frederick, uh, Fraser's son, uh, he has a huge crush on Daphne. And the whole time, Niles is just like furious that Frederick is... And it's kind of... I mean, it's almost similar jokes to this where like uh, where Bart falls and he asks her to like kiss his boo-boo or whatever. Oh, yeah. Like Frederick was doing that in... in, in you know, he, he gets to go run up and hug uh, Daphne and stuff like that. Uh, but Niles can't because he's an adult and he has to be adulty. Right. Uh, which... I doubt. I mean, I'm, that trope has happened in sitcoms for years. Sure. Uh, but obviously, people at The Simpsons are Frasier fans. So I don't know. I don't know. Good point. It could be. Could be a slight rip or inspired by. Um, or they just have a plot generator. I guess. Because it's yeah. Because I mean yeah. There's that whole The Simpsons did it thing. But like, they have that problem now. I mean, yeah. almost 700 episodes. You're. Which in these later ones where like it's like like yeah we've already done a milk thing like I guess they're just yeah they're out which but it was not only that it was Lisa wanting to be cool mm-hmm. and then like yeah destroying that's, that herself like the Fourth um, uh, of July episode yep. yeah yep and then Bart having a crush we've seen a hundred times mm-hmm. yep I I mean yeah there was nothing particularly original no even, even his spray painting on the wall was like yeah skinner is a wiener it's like uh, yeah we know yeah. uh there were i mean there was one little part that was kind of funny to me uh was when bart first got his first few mustache hairs and lisa plucked one of his mustache hairs and then they cut to ned flanders and he's just like somewhere a mustache is in pain or that something like that that was a that funny was a it was a good little like use of a side character for a single joke yeah uh that one actually made me laugh um but that man that's that was kind of it that was it that and that wasn't even yeah really plot driven that has nothing that was just a joke oh wait there was when <laughs> when skinner said boy boo-boos can only be kissed by willie oh and yeah Willie came running up <laughs> yeah that was funny <laughs> Willie is Willie. I feel like is always kind of uh, Willie and Mo are pretty and Millhouse sometimes, although not in this episode, are almost always like perfect save the episode characters. Like was put in a joke with Willie running in and saying something ridiculous and like overly excited about something that he shouldn't be excited about. Right, (laughs) just Uh, ready to perform his duties. And there is that. Kind of, it's not really funny or a joke, but I kind of enjoyed the little reveal uh, where Homer's teaching Bart how to shave, and he's you know he's got the the shaving cream on, and Homer shaves, and he still has the brown five o'clock right. shadow, and Bart's like, "Aren't you supposed to take the plastic cover off of that?" And he's like, "Huh." So he shaves again, and then he shaves off the brown, and he has this like studly cleft chin right uh and then he's just walking around with a purely yellow face now and it's like that's but here's the thing there are old episodes where homer actually shaves yes and now he gets the the uh the stubble later on but like he has shaved before so i don't know why they would like 27 years later be like hmm homer doesn't know how to shave and i know it's a cartoon and like they never age and so like things like that can change but it's just i don't know if I guess I feel like 
the show is not for us. You know, like the old yeah. Simpsons fans. Like this is for people who just we're watching it because it came on after a football game or whatever. Right. Like, you and can't think about it too hard. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's inconsistencies between like season eight and season two also. I'm sure, sure that happens, but especially when you have different writers on right. the show every time. But. Definitely the way that Homer and Marge meet and get married changes. <laughs> that changes a, a lot. lot. Yeah. Very much so. Even in the very early episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there was, oh, uh, there was one kind of funny uh, one-line joke um, where Bart gets his new teacher to tutor him, and uh, Skinner comes in, and he's jealous, and uh, and he's like, oh, you don't have to, you don't have to uh, tutor that student, thanks to the new one-child-left-behind law, uh, yeah, which I thought funny. was funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then eventually Bart sees the teacher and Skinner uh, making out, and... Uh, so he tries to, he doesn't, doesn't even really try. He was thinking about trying to do something to like split him up or whatever, but right. then he doesn't. And then actually in the end, he says to the teacher, like, he's all yours. Mm-hmm. So it's almost as if he was just jealous of Skinner's time the whole yeah. time. And then she breaks up with him, of course, because of Skinner's mother, mm-hmm. which was a not even tries too hard joke yep. for that. Yeah. And Skinner and Bart. And all of a sudden, Millhouse are roasting marshmallows together. Yeah, for no reason. And yeah. Millhouse wasn't in the episode like the whole time. I don't he, think he wasn't even in the scene the whole time. Yeah, he just showed up. That's right. Yeah, because it bench. was just Bart sitting by himself. And then they cut back to him, and Millhouse is sitting next yeah. to him. And then Millhouse is outside roasting marshmallows Which, with them. For a one-line joke, like I'm always on board for a side character just being in the scene for a second and then not there just to make that one joke but he doesn't make a joke he doesn't contribute anything to the scene at all he's just there because like when you were like wait why is Milhouse there and he was just sitting there and then they cut to another scene i was like i bet you he's gonna have a joke in this scene there no he didn't he He had nothing did but we were talking over about him having a joke (laughs) And whatever he said, it wasn't very noteworthy. Yeah, I would imagine not then. Uh, yeah. But even still. And then that's but it was the kinda... fact that he didn't enter the scene. He just yeah. appeared in just the scene. Just appeared and then... Where he should have been before but wasn't. Right. And like, did they forget to draw him in in the first part? Or yeah. I don't know. That's a very weird... Because it wasn't like, oh, he was just off camera. It's like, no, because when you pull out, he was sitting immediately next to Bart. Right. So he would have been He would have been there. Yeah. I mean, I guess we just assume he walked up after i don't know it's a bad it's, it's, it's yeah. not nece- you know and then that's just how it ends it's just them roasting marshmallows skinner bart and millhouse roasting marshmallows. no no it right. ended with the weird milk thing with, right with maggie but, oh yeah that's right i was thinking them up. so when that so they cut to commercial right. uh right after that scene and uh so i was thinking there was going to be plenty more with that especially with that um but then yeah then they cut to the scene that you mentioned before right. uh with maggie and that is that was weird to me because like I got no real closure on that story or the milk story right or anything like it's just they like I don't know it just feels like, like they didn't finish writing the episode like it could have been Lisa fighting Buzz Milk or... yeah see that would have been a much more classic Lisa episode right of... other than Lisa just willingly drinking milk going through pre puberty not questioning mm-hmm. it trying to get popular. Foiling herself, deciding she's better off as a nerd. Yeah. 
all, all of it was just kind of like, did you guys even watch the show? Yeah. And everything it? just resets back to normal. Yeah. Like there's no, no, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Consequences for anything. Like, right. and I know like oftentimes they do do that. And a lot of times they'll like in the classic episodes, they would like reference that when it ends is like, you know, I remember Homer's like, well, I'm glad everything got wrapped up with a nice, neat little bow and yeah. stuff like that. Um, but I, I like those fourth wall breaks and those little meta commentaries on the episode. Um, it's very funny to me. Uh, like when they make fun of Fox and things right. like that, I like that kind of stuff, but like this, there's just, there was nothing there. Just like in the Cape Fear one, they come back home at the end. Grandpa's now turned into a woman because right. he had, hasn't had his, his medicine. Medication. Yeah. And he's upset with them. And then the other, oh, I can't remember the character's name. The uh, little guy. Jasper? Yeah, yeah. Comes up and he's like, you know, wants to take Grandpa out on a date. <laughs> like to me, that's a that's sort of a similar like non sequitur ending, but mm-hmm. also perfect because it calls back and it's right sort of and we see and what happened to uh grandpa while he was trapped outside the whole right. time yeah right while he's cold in their wool mm-hmm. yes yeah. <laughs> but so you see that you know yeah i mean they do get you know they're back home so everything right. gets reset like back to where it is been arrested. exactly there so they a... don't need yeah, yeah there's no there's nothing to fear anymore yeah and uh because right. they luckily floated past a brothel that all of the police were at <laughs> yes <laughs> Which, uh, man, for some reason, I think it's, I think I'm glad you mentioned that part because there is a part of me that sometimes blends together scenes in my mind, uh, scenes from Cape Fear and the, uh, what is it? The, the one call, it's something like three short stories of Springfield or whatever. And there's the one where, um, it takes place in New Orleans and, uh, it's, uh, Chief Wiggum and, uh, Principal Skinner are like undercover cops or whatever. Oh, man. And there's like, this one? it's, it's an episode where they have like three mini episodes and they don't okay. like link them together really. Um, there's one and like, uh, Ralph Wilkham gets like kidnapped by uh, Big Daddy. Yes. Yeah. 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 So that episode, so there's scenes of that because they like ride the airboat and stuff like right. that, that I just blend from that little short episode into this one for some reason. And that brothel scene, for some reason, I've always put in my mind, even though I have watched this episode, Cape Fear, so many times, I've put that little clip into that other episode instead of this one. Yeah. Uh, which is just a weird thing. I guess when you have like almost 700 episodes of something in your brain, they're bound to get mashed together yeah, exactly. at some point. And uh, then that also has the great line, bake them away toys. <laughs> that, I remember seeing that for the very first time. Uh and laughing so hard because like he gets mad that Bart says, take him right. away boys. And he's like, Nope, I get to say it. And then completely fucks it up. Right. Like that's just, and they're like, what? And he's like, do what the kid says. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way, uh, oh, man, what is, what is the name of the, uh, of the cop? Um, not chief Wickham, but, um, God damn oh, it. Um, Lou. Yeah. I, his reaction to, everything that Chief Wiggum ever does in the entire series is just so fun. Like most of the time it's, it's like, he's the representation of the audience uh, in this because we're watching it and it's like, Jesus, he's such an idiot. Right. And like, although Lou, he is the one that puts squirrels in his, that's true. Yeah. For gamble, illegal gambling. 
<laughs> oh man, that's so good. I love that. Yeah. Uh, true. Yeah, he's still an incompetent police officer, right. uh, but he usually is just like, oh, all right, and then just does whatever Wiggums wants him to do anyway. Right. Exactly. Um, and then yeah, then the, you immediately, uh, or right before that is the rake scene, which is just so classic and so good. I love that. I know. Um. And then they actually call back to that in later episodes too, where uh, I think there's at least one. I can't remember if it's like a newer one, like in the in the twenties or yeah, on steps on a rake or yeah, I think yeah, I've seen it. Or like he's about to, and he's like, whoo! And then like at the end of the episode, he does step on it, and it's like, ah, right, got you I, anyway. Yeah, I, I can't remember which one that was, but I'm almost I, positive. I know what you're talking about, but I don't know yeah. which one. I've okay, seen so it, it was yeah. an earlier episode yeah. then, if you remember it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but that's the thing is like. Yeah, this episode had so much to it, and I mean, again, yeah, sure, it's a, it's an homage or Cape Fear, uh, it's an homage uh, to a movie which I've never seen. By the way, I've <gasps> yeah, never yeah. seen the movie. Okay, there's, there's two. There's mm. the Robert Mitchum, and then there's the Robert De Niro. Okay, and both are perfect. Okay, and I, you can watch either one. Oh, I can't Robert believe is so I can't scary. believe I've never watched it. Is I've watched this episode probably. Well over a dozen times. Well, then you should watch the movies because then you're going to be like, <laughs> I'm going to oh get so many more jokes yeah. and right. I will probably love this episode even more. Yeah, absolutely. I can't believe I've never watched. Which and that you know again, maybe an apology to my classmate. Why would she have seen that True. movie in high school? But of course, my dad loves old movies. Yeah, and that you know, if you're going to hang out with them, you got to watch a movie with them. Mm-hmm. And that's you know what I did was I saw the movie yeah. watching with my dad. So yeah, there's I, I that's a thing that they used to do very well with these like full homage episodes and not just like a scene here and there, which, which are also really good. Like just, I mean, the number of, you know, like Hitchcock references and things well, like that. Well, there's a Hitchcock and... in this one because he, because Bob stays at the Bates Motel. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Man, they really, I, you could probably do a whole podcast just on Hitchcock references in this oh, instance. There's so many, uh, aside from full episodes about it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I just, I wonder, like, we saw this episode clearly through formative years. Mm-hmm. So, you know, did it make such an impression on us because we were young? That's you a know? good question. Like, think about, I don't know, the way I think about music now is like, I'll never love a song now the way I did when I was a yeah. teenager. Yeah, like, I don't know the lyrics to most of the songs I like because right. I just don't listen to right. them that closely right. anymore. But I could tell you the words to every Better Than Ezra song. Right, yeah. From, you know, the early albums. Oh, absolutely. You know, so... I mean, anytime a real song comes on, uh, I run through the Weird Al lyrics in my head. Like, that's... <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I mean, maybe we're not giving the new episodes as much credit because we're old. But it could be. Um, and we're also comparing them to what we already know. Right. Um, which is like kind of the the thing I'm trying to explore with this podcast of like, because I've seen a few that are legitimately decent episodes. Not as good, but like, right. yeah, this is a pretty decent one. I enjoyed it. Excuse me, and I laughed, uh, but uh, the majority of them have not been that, yeah. and I don't know if it is um, because we're you know doing a direct comparison between right. old and new. And or would would young people now see the new episodes and think that's hilarious, right? Or are they too saturated with like Rick and Morty, and, right? And South that's Park a good question. Um, even find this, I would want. Wow, I wonder. Which what? then still comes back to what you're saying, like, who are these for? Yeah, like, is it for, because I mean, the majority, like, I'm in a couple of, like, Simpsons groups on Facebook, and 
most people do not watch the new episodes. And the right. moment, like, you know, when they're going to do like a gimmick episode, like, uh, was the, oh, like, uh, the one that just aired this weekend, I haven't watched it, but, um, they go to Canada and, uh, Justin Trudeau is, is in it. And, um, and like actually in it and uh somebody like posted a link to that article and everybody was just like real furious about <laughs> it and like like not because they were going to canada they're just like oh they're gonna use justin trudeau now to try to get people to watch this show and blah right. blah blah um and it's just no one no one i know who loved the simpsons as deeply as you and i did uh really watches the new episodes right. consistently. I got to tell you, every time I hear they're renewed for another season, my heart sinks a little. I, I agree. Because I need it to end so that I can appreciate it for what it was. Yes, yeah. Maybe it's, that's just selfish. I no, know. I agree. When I saw, because they were, what, they just wrapped up season 30. Uh, they're about to do 31 and 32. When I saw 31 and 32 uh, got greenlit, I was so mad. I was like, no, 30 is such a perfect number. Like yeah. you did 30 seasons of something. Right. Other than SNL, nothing has ever done that before. Like right. this is the only like scripted sitcom to ever last this long. Right. Not just animated series, right. any sitcom. And like you did it. Congratulations. Yeah. Like yeah. take your take your award, put it on your shelf and right. take a nap. Like it's not I don't get it. Like Yeah. Well, you I, know, cuz I texted you, I saw Harry Shearer. Yes, that's right. At a yeah. Restaurant. I should have just been like let it go, man. Yeah, just because it's gone. <laughs> it's like he's got a podcast now. <laughs> right. Like he's doing fine. Yeah. He's doing fine. Uh, uh, Hank Azaria's got a TV show. Have you ever watched that? Brockmire on. I haven't. Uh, on, it's very good. I enjoy it a lot. Um, I like him. He's he's great yeah. in it. Um, and season three, uh, he's in New Orleans. Uh, oh nice. Yeah, they filmed it at uh, Zephyr Stadium or nice. Baby Cakes Stadium or whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, because he's, he's minor league baseball announcer. It's a I don't know. It's a funny show. Uh, it does kind of, it's, it, it gets intense, uh, in the, it gets intense in that kind of like Kirby enthusiasm way where like the lead character is, is doing something so stupid and detrimental to themselves. And you're just like, no, why are you doing that? Everything was fine up until now, you idiot. And so it's just like, it's anxiety inducing, right. but it's very funny. I, I like it a lot. Okay. I'll have to check it out. Um, yeah, but yeah, pretty much everybody's doing fine. I right. don't know. <laughs> they right. don't need to. And they have so much money from doing the show for 30 years. It doesn't even feel like it's money driven no. at this point. It's like the principle of yeah. the thing. Is it ego driven at this point? Like Maybe. Because it's just so weird. I can't imagine. I mean, yeah. I mean, I would love to have had a job for 30 years straight at the same place. That'd be amazing. But I don't know what. I mean, is it still fun for them to do? I yeah. guess it's got to be. That's the only thing I can think of. Right. It's Although um, Harry Shearer like left a few years right, ago, and keeps, they got him back. He's trying to get out. Yeah. Of it and they keep so he's. Yeah. So I guess he's not. But I guess he has like a, a loyalty because it would be weird if just one of the main voice actors left. Right. I mean, well, that, clearly several have died. Yeah. So, but it almost, hasn't been anybody who does like as many voices as like Hank Azaria or Harry right, Shearer. Right. Like they do dozens and dozens. Whereas like Krabappel, I think just her and maybe a couple of other little like one off characters. Right. Yeah. Um Maud, I think was just Maud. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Well and then obviously Phil Hartman did a bunch. Yeah, yeah. Phil Hartman, uh, man. I like we said, that 
that commercial in the in the milk episode would have been oh, 100%. so much better with Phil Hartman doing yeah. that instead of whoever I don't even remember who did no. it. It was and that's the thing. Yeah, it made such a little impression on me. I can't even remember what the right, guy's voice sounds exactly. like. It was probably Hank Azaria or Harry Shearer, if right. I had to guess. Right. Um but yeah, there's just man, it really I just, yeah, you wonder, is Matt Groening, like, laughing at these? Right. Yeah, is he enjoying them? Yeah. Like, that's, does he even watch them? Right. <laughs> like, he's just like, you know, Ron Pupil said it and forget it. Right. Just. It's almost like Dick Wolf continually churning out the same TV show under mm-hmm. different names and different, yeah. like, professions. Which, at least that I can respect, because it's like, this is a different idea, but right. the same thing. I've also heard that Dick Wolf truly loves what he's doing you know like he that's great that actually makes me feel it kind of warms me a little bit exactly so you know he's like yeah let's do it again but make it firefighters or make it you know (laughs) right or a different branch of the cops (laughs) right exactly but he's super into it yeah well that's great that's good but yeah is matt still into this yeah I mean, in a way, I'm kind of glad they haven't done spinoffs. They definitely could have because, I mean, they have hundreds of characters. They could have very easily – hell, they could have made an actual Krusty the Clown show. Absolutely. Like, which actually probably would be pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, just make an actual kid show, uh, quote-unquote, kid show. Right. Just do a full-length episode of Krusty every so often uh, right. or every week. Um, or, I don't know, I could see Mo. Maybe having a uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, all of his misadventures, uh, and then it would probably have like a little Cheers vibe as well. Right. Surely, if there can be a Cleveland show, there can be a Mo. That's, yeah, exactly. And is Cleveland still on? I don't know. I don't. I don't actually. I know. have no idea. I yeah. I watched Family Guy the first time before it got canceled, and then brought back. Uh, and I was excited when it came back, and then it just just became this machine of just like referencing stuff right which a lot of newer episodes of the simpsons are doing that they're just like hey uh you've heard of this song or this tv show or this actor we'll just say their name for no reason like and- to laugh yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like a desperate grab at pop culture mm-hmm. but not even enough that it you know it really sticks past that week. Right. It, it's like, I don't know. Like if you were to watch, which I love, Last Week Tonight, mm-hmm. which I think is a great show, but you have yeah. to watch it that week. Because mm-hmm. if I were to go back and watch season one, I'd be like, oh, I don't care about yeah, this. It's exactly. news. Yeah. You know, and it's almost kind of like that, where it's like those references don't hold. Exactly. But Cape Fear is a classic movie. Right. So. And even if you've never seen it like me. Right. You can still you can love still and appreciate it. the episode. Yeah. Yeah. I love the names of the other uh towns that they could have moved to yeah. uh uh terror lake new horror field screamville yeah <laughs> those are good um anything else to add on either of these episodes no i don't think so i mean clearly like the one we watched today was so unimpressionable that we just circled right back to cape fear and exactly yeah i mean which you know few episodes put up against cape fear uh would survive but true <laughs> Very true. But I don't know. Yeah, I just, mm, I keep hoping for one of these random new episodes for me to, I, I know I'll never get a Cape Fear level uh, of, of excitement about one, but I keep hoping for one that's just like, oh, you guys did, you you still have right, it. It's still right. there. You figured it out. You found your voice again. And uh, I think, you know, it, it comes back to, 
I don't know if you were talking about this in the first one or if we discussed it, like the side jokes and the mm-hmm. little threads that kind of go someplace. Yeah. And I, you know, just a tangent of my own, I complain about this with, with new movies that come out that are sequels or spinoffs or whatever that they, you know, everyone's like, oh, like, um, like the ladies Ghostbusters mm-hmm. and Ocean's 8, which I enjoyed for what they are. Yeah. But when you compare to them, compare them to the others, they don't have those little side mm-hmm. stories like, um, like everything with, um, Rick Moranis. Yeah. In Ghostbusters right, right. is so perfect. Mm-hmm. But when you have the new Ghostbusters, it's just the four characters. Wow, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. yeah. And like those little perfect moments. Or like in Ocean's 8, you know, it's great. It's got mm-hmm. all the... Yeah, all the... I love it. It's I'm a big heist movie fan. Yeah. And it's, and it's a very good heist movie, but it doesn't have like... Um, Casey Affleck and, and the guy who plays his brother like racing cars. Like those little yeah. side things right. that are like... Just add a little, yeah. a little flavor, mm-hmm. you know? And, yeah, the and only thing the is just the whole, do. like, is Danny Ocean actually dead? Is he not? Right. Like, that's right. the only kind of, like, right. thing. And that's not even really a plot thing. It's just like a, yeah, yeah is he? Which, funny story about Ocean's 8 and my mother. She watched <laughs> it on a plane without earbuds because she <laughs> kind of started watching it and forgot to ask and mm-hmm. then was too embarrassed to ask. <laughs> and then figured she had figured the movie out without it anyway. And so when she got to me, she was telling me the plot of Ocean's 8 mm-hmm. as she had thought it was. Oh, wow. And it was pretty wonderful. That is, man, that would be a great uh, podcast idea. Tobes is... watches TV without yeah. headphones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just your mom interpreting films just as... That she's watched without sound. Yeah. Inevitably, every movie we ever watched with mom as a kid, she fell asleep. And when she woke up and asked us what happened, uh, dad would tell her they all died at the end. So in my mom's mind, movies are just really awful and sad because everyone dies at the end. (laughs) Oh, man. That's so funny. That's amazing. Uh, well, Kate, thank you so much for doing the podcast. I'm Thanks so for glad. Me. Yeah, I'm, so I'm glad I got a chance. To I do know, this. I know, me too. And I'm so glad you picked this episode. Um, this was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, is there anywhere social media where people can find you? Um, you... I'm on Twitter, and I don't think anyone follows me. Uh, <laughs> I'm on you. Instagram, and it's mostly about my dog. Yeah. So um, at the Kate Cho, or Kate Show eighty one. Kate Show eighty one. That's my Instagram. If you love go. dogs. That's, that's <laughs> my Instagram for you. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much, and uh, special thanks to Dankmas for letting me use uh, his song uh, in uh, as the theme music. And uh, we'll be back in two weeks. Thank you so much. Sorry, Mister Bird, but I don't go into these back doors. I wouldn't even hear me.